closer to the athletes, coaches, families, and fans of Cincinnati sports. It's On the Sidelines with Q102's Molly Watson and Lindsey Patterson. Presented by OrthoCincy, the orthopedic authority. We are on the sidelines today with a topic that we don't always love to discuss, but there's a lot of chatter happening right now about Joe Burrow, uh, his recent injury, a calf strain that happened a few days ago, and lots of rumors. People are thinking, oh, no, what does this mean? Is he going to be out for the first half of the season? What can we expect? Uh, so I thought it'd be great to chat with Dr. Matthew Desjardins of OrthoSensi Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. He is a sports medicine specialist in Edgewood, Kentucky, with over 24 years of experience in the medical field. He graduated from Wayne State University School of Medicine in 1998. He is affiliated with St. Elizabeth Edgewood Hospital. His office does accept new patients and telehealth appointments. You can book an appointment with him at orthosensi.com. Uh, doctor, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. I know it's kind of a tight schedule today. Glad to be on. Thanks for having me. Of course. We are always so happy to have any of the amazing doctors at Orthosensi Orthopedics and Sports Medicine on our podcast. Uh, doctor, I want to talk about this. So Burrow, of course, able to flex his foot downward immediately after the injury happened a couple of days ago. If it was an Achilles tendon issue or severe calf injury, he would not have been able to move his foot like he did. So, so you know, that's that's a good sign. Uh, we are now hearing it is a grade one calf strain. My first question for you, what exactly is a grade one calf strain and what are the ranges of grades when it comes to this type of injury? Yeah, so really pretty good news. Uh, no matter what grading scale you use, one is always going to be the mildest injury. So that's already already good news. You can grade uh, injuries. Often it's a, either a one to three or a one to four scale, um, either based off your exam or based off some imaging like an MRI scan. Um, but the take-home message is the amount of damage from a grade one injury is always going to be on the lower side compared to a larger number like a two, three, or four. Okay, so this is a good sign. It's not very severe is what I'm gathering from what you said. Absolutely. Okay. And what kind of timeline is he looking at as far as recovery? Yeah. So muscle injuries are good healers on their own. And uh, so that's really good news. The timing uh, for recovery from a muscle injury in a professional athlete can be a little bit tricky. Probably one of the biggest things that the staff is going to be paying attention to is that they can tend to have a re-injury risk. Oh. So if they push him back too quickly in the preseason, he might be open to a re-injury of that, which, of course, nobody would want before the start of the regular season. And so the recovery for it is pretty straightforward. It'll be, it'll be a little bit of relative rest, um, followed by some strengthening and some stretching, gradually start getting some on-the-field activity. And then as the staff feels like he's healing up, they're going to increase his load in the, in the demand on that calf. So at what point will we start to see him doing those light workouts in the next few weeks? Or what do you think that looks like? Yeah, I, I, I think at least in the next few weeks, I think you'll, you'll, there'll be some footage of him on that and moving around on the field sooner rather than later would be my guess. Okay. And of course the Bengals opener just six weeks away. Uh, is it realistic to think he could play the first few games or, or what, what's your, um, what's your outlook on that? Oh, I think it's very realistic. Again, with a grade one injury is, is how they reported it in the press. Um, that should be reassuring to everybody. Um, it'd be hard for me to imagine that he would have trouble getting back to full play um, by the time the season starts. It should be, it'd be good to go. 
Well, that's good to hear. First and foremost, we just want him okay and not in pain. Um, I want to circle back to talking about when the injury first happened. We've watched the video a few times. You kind of see him start to hop right when it happens. Could excessive heat have been a factor in causing this injury? What exactly causes a strain like this? So typically heat's not a big factor, um, but these guys are working at, at pretty high levels. They do a lot of explosive movements. So usually the muscle strains are a result of explosive movement. So for quarterback, that might be pushing off his back foot or quick direction change, um, those types of things at, at any age and any condition level, um, you know, Olympic level or high school level, doesn't matter. They can cause enough force to cause some, some small damage or some tearing to some of those muscle fibers. The great news about muscle is they're great healers. So you give them some time and a little bit of rest and, and some TLC and, and they heal, you know, relatively uneventfully. Okay. And what are some things players can do to avoid an injury like this from happening? Yeah. So it's just, um, it, it, it's good sports habits. So appropriate warmups, um, appropriate hydration, uh, make sure you're in good condition before you start really going hard in a practice and, um, you want to get the blood pumping in that muscle. You make sure you want to be doing some good strengthening habits, which, of course, all the NFL-level athletes would be doing. So this is just a part of what happens with high level of exertion. Those guys are in great condition. They plan ahead for uh, things like these and to try to avoid it, but sometimes they still happen. Spring brings new beginnings, but it can also bring unexpected injuries. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Gurgeon Care is more affordable than a busy ER. With five convenient locations, including extended evening and Saturday hours in Edgewood and Anderson. Ortho Cincy Orthopedic Urgent Care makes it easy to get the care you need. Simply walk in, no appointment necessary. Visit orthocincy.com to learn more. That's orthocincy.com. I really appreciate you breaking this down for all of us. I know. Uh, Big Bengals fans near and far have been first and foremost really concerned about his well-being and hoping he's okay and uh, glad to know that this is something that he'll be able to recover quickly, correct? I think everyone will see him on the field for the uh, opening. Uh, I do want to switch gears real quick. This was uh, also just announced that Reds' Jonathan India, uh, he is on the injury list with plantar fasciitis. Did I say that correctly? Pretty good go at it. Plantar fasciitis. So uh, what exactly is that? Can you explain what that is to us? Yeah, so that's quite a bit different. Um, that's much more of a nagging uh, sort of problem. And so when you get it, you can kind of be stuck with it for, for the season or for some duration. And so the way you take care of it is a lot different than a muscle strain, which is going to heal. Now, plantar fasciitis is more just kind of managing the symptoms and, and keeping it more controlled during the season. And so some common things to manage it would be stretching regimens, um, some rehab regimen, maybe a small insert into his cleat, um, maybe a little medication. There's some other tricks you can do. But sometimes when you get plantar fasciitis, you can be hampered with it for a little bit. Is this something you typically see in baseball players, or is this pretty common across all sports? Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty common across all sports. It can be a little more challenging to, to manage in, in athletes who wear cleats. So baseball and soccer, they tend to wear cleats and there's not a lot of room. So let's say in an adult runner, you might use an orthotic to, to help control the heel pain a little bit. Those things tend not to fit well inside of a cleat. So some of the, the cleated athletes, it can be a little trickier um, helping them along. But it, it 
still, it's not a serious problem, but if, if, if you're the person that has it, it might be serious for you, just kind of a nagging. The name of it sounds painful. When I was reading about it this morning, I thought, ooh, that does not sound fun. Yeah, just a pain, painful heel is what it is. Okay, well, thank you once again, Dr. Matthew Desjardins, for coming on today. I know you've got a tight schedule and you uh, were able to squeeze us in for a few minutes. We really, truly appreciate it and all that you do every day. You got it. Thank you so much for hopping on here on the sidelines. All brought to you by OrthoSensi Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. We appreciate you guys. Uh, have a wonderful afternoon, and thank you so much for the updates and, and breaking it all down for us. We appreciate you so much. You're welcome, and thanks for having me. Okay, thank you, doctor.